and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, it's still Wednesday, 8th of February, and it's still dull and overcast, but pretty mild out there. It's going to get colder over the next few days, I know that. And as I said in the last podcast, you're not interested in that at all. But uh, hey, it's. I t- do you know, I, I've said this before, but I have been asked why I always start, or most often start, with a little weather update, uh, which is crazy and something that may not be heard for months, years even. Um, it's two reasons. Firstly, it's it's a running gag. People around the world think that we Brits are obsessed with the weather. I suppose to other people we are. We don't see it as an obsession. We just see it as a, a passing interest. But uh, it's sort of playing up to that stereotype. The other reason I do it is it's a sort of a homage to um, Garrison Keillor. I don't know if you'd listen to Garrison Keillor and Prairie Home Companion. I don't get to hear the whole show here in the UK. But there is the, the Tales from Lake Wobegon feature that uh, that's there. And Garrison Keillor always starts with, with the words, it's been a quiet week in Lake Wobegon. And then he goes on to tell you about the weather there. And I just love that podcast. If you, if you haven't been fortunate enough to, to hear it before, go and find it. And go back through as many episodes as you can. They're only about 10 minutes long, but he, he he's such a weaver of tales. So it's my little homage to him. Uh, it's I'm unworthy to do that, but uh, but there we go. Hello, it's Ozzy here. Before you dive in with a million and one emails correcting me, I know it's the news from late Wobegon, not the tales from late Wobegon. Um, my brain was temporarily obviously engaged elsewhere at the time I said that. I do apologise to you and, of course, to Mr Keeler. Right, OK. So yesterday, in the last episode, I explained that uh, Monday was pretty much wiped out because I'd been up all night watching the, the Super Bowl. Yesterday, well, yesterday was a big day for me. Tuesday, the 7th of February was a big day for me. Because the 7th of February 2017 was the sixth anniversary of me being free. That was the day that I started my life as an entrepreneur, breaking away from the corporate life. I remained in contract with my previous organisation till the 6th of February 2011, so the 7th of February 2011 was the day my freedom started from all of that. And so it was a big day for me, six years. Look, before I go any further, in case I forget, there is a video series that I put together specifically telling you the top 10 things that I've learned in the the time since I, I broke free from corporate life. I uh, I decided back in 2010 that that was... I, in fact, I'll tell that story in a minute. But I decided back in 2010 that I was going to break away from corporate life. And I have put together a series of 10 videos, very short videos, explaining the top 10 things that I've learned in the time that I've, that I've been free of, of corporate life. Now, It's not been all roses. It's not been um, wonderful all the way. There have been hiccups along the way. And that's why I put these these lessons together, because I'm hoping that they will help you along the way, help you see that, yeah, there are these pitfalls that I ought to avoid. And some pitfalls you you can't avoid. You, You have to make mistakes along the way. But here are some of the lessons that I've learned, and I'm sharing them with you. Now, you can get hold of those. Look, they're absolutely free. No... No charge for them at all. Um, if you go to whensmytime.com forward slash top 10 lessons, that's T-O-P. So whensmytime.com, you know you know that site. That's my site, whensmytime.com forward slash top 10 lessons. That's T-O-P-T-E-N-L-E-S-S-O-N-S, top 10 lessons. Uh, and just 
help yourself to those top 10 lessons and they'll be dripped out to you over the course of the next 10 days. And hey, let me know what you think of them. Right. I said I'd tell the story because I am mentioning that last podcast. We're now being listened to in 46 countries around the world. I find that amazing because I only kicked this thing off back in June of last year, June 2016. And so what's that? Eight months ago? Nine months ago? Eight months ago. So in eight months, we've covered practically half the globe. I mean, that's, ah, oh, man, I'm so excited by that. How did, how did it all start, though? What led up to this? Now, I'm very aware that if you're a regular listener, you probably know this story already. But hey, I want to hear it again. If you're not and you're thinking, who is this idiot? Well, I'm Aussie Air, as I told you at the, the start. I founded whensmytime.com. And how did that, what led up to me founding whensmytime.com? Well, back in 2010, the August of 2010, my wife Carol and I were taking a, a vacation down in, in Italy. We'd driven down from the UK. It was quite a drive. The reason we drove was because we wanted to take our little dog Jack with us. Uh, Jack, I'm delighted to say, was still with us. He celebrated his 11th birthday a couple of weeks back. But we'd driven down, taken three or four days to drive down to Italy. And we'd, we'd taken this beautiful little cottage for a couple of weeks high in the hills of Umbria. Now, if you want, hey, if you want to know where, I, I don't think they put a plaque on the wall yet. There, I, it will come, I'm sure. That this is where When's My Time was first um, conceived. But if you want to check it out, the place that we went to, just go to casasangabriel.com. That's C-A-S-A-S-A-N-G-A-B-R-I-E-L.com. The place is run by a wonderful couple, David and Chrissy. She's from the UK and he's from Australia, expats. They've made their life out there. They're bringing their kids up out there. Beautiful place. So you'll see exactly where we were, up in high up in the Umbrian Hills in central Italy. This is all incidental to the story. But anyway, Carol and I were, were out there for our first vacation in, I think it was three years, and that ought to tell you something. So we were out there for the first time in three years. And in the lead up, in the weeks leading up to our trip down there, I sadly had lost my mother. My mother had died after an illness and we had four of Carol's friends diagnosed within months of each other as suffering from cancer. Bang, 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 four. And they were all of a similar age to ours or, or younger. Anyway, we were on this much needed vacation and we'd had a perfect time there. I mean, it was absolutely perfect time. And it was on the evening of Thursday the 12th of August that we sat outside this this little cottage that we'd taken. Uh, we were on the terrace and it was one of those beautiful Mediterranean evenings. There were insects chirping around us. In the valley below there was a, a, a pond, a lake thing, and we could hear the frogs there. And above us the, the Milky Way was shining bright. And in the far distance on a hillside, we looked down the valley and in the far distant hillside, we could see the lights of a, a CC twinkling. Uh, where we spent a couple of days during our, our stay there. We we loved that place. In fact, uh, we, we will go back there one day. We've made ourselves a promise that we'll go back there one day. But it was uh, the most uh, wonderful time that we'd had. And say so it was a perfect evening at the end of a perfect day. And I, as Carol and I sat out there on the terrace, my thoughts were taken to the fact that I was at that time 
in a job that I was tolerating. I'd spent 12 years in a job in retail that I hated and I followed that by 20 years in a job I tolerated. I mean, there were good times. I really liked the people that I worked with, but I just didn't particularly care for the job in financial services. But I was, I'd spent 20 years in this job. And um, I got to thinking about the fact that my mother had died and that we had these friends who had been diagnosed with this awful disease. And the thought became more real that, hey, this isn't a rehearsal. We're here this once, as far as I know. This isn't a rehearsal. If we don't get our life right this time round, we don't get it right at all, period. And in that moment, I, I sort of made my mind up and I turned to Carol and said, look, this time next week, when I'm back at work, I go to the back of the queue, the back of the line, for my own time. Everybody else has a prior say on what I do with my day. I'm just not prepared to live like that anymore. I want to know when's my time to do the things that we've always promised ourselves that we'd do. When's my time for us to live the life we promised ourselves we'd live? And when's my time to become the person that I'm supposed to be? And Carol looked back at me and she said, you know, you're right. You need to make changes. And it was at that moment that the weight of all this was lifted from me. I had no idea what I was going to do. I just knew that I needed to make changes. Now, I can tell you, ordinarily, when I used to go away on, on, on holiday, on vacation, when it came to two, three days before it was time to go back, a black cloud would descend over me. My mood would be through the floor because I knew what I was going back to. I was going back to all the stuff that I hated before. But not only that, I was going back to a week's worth or two weeks worth that had built up while I was away. All of this stuff that I was going back to. And that would... That would outweigh that feeling would outweigh any good that the, the the time away had done me in fact i i'd go back in a worse mood than i was before i went away but this time this time was different as we drove back a couple of days later and it, i mean it's a long old drive so we drove up through italy and then through switzerland and then through france and then you know through the tunnel and into the uk and and home from there as we drove back I wasn't feeling in a, a, a black mood at all. I was feeling so excited and scared <laughs> and scared because I didn't know what was going to happen. But I knew that it was going to be massively different from what I was doing before. Now, I, I didn't the following day call up my boss, boss and say I quit. I didn't do that. I waited, I, I looked around to see what I could do and I, I had some ideas and that sort of stuff. But so, but I, the, the very knowledge that change was being made was enough to buoy me up, was enough to excite me and innovate me and, and, and see me through those last few months in corporate life. I felt different about the whole 
thing. Now, if you're listening to this and thinking, look, I hate the job that I'm in now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you to stick with it for the time being. But I'm going to tell you to make the decision that you are going to make these changes. And you start making those changes today by looking around and deciding what it is that you could do, what it is that you've got a value that you can offer, deciding what it is you'd love to find out more about, what it is you'd love to study. Find out about all of this and have that buoy you up and then change the way you think about the job that you're in now, right now. Change the way you think about it. Don't think about it as this dreadful thing that I have to go to every day. Think about it as the thing that is going to support me while I find out what it is that I really want to do, while I find out what it is that I can give that is of value. Look upon it as your facilitator in figuring out what it is that you're going to do. And you'll see that your mood will change. Your ability to handle this will change. So if you've heard that story before, I hope you didn't mind me retelling it. As I say, I wanted to hear it again because I get excited every time. When I think back to that evening on that Italian hillside and my excitement after that, I, I just love it. I just love it. If you've had a moment like that, I'd love to hear about that too. If you've had a moment where you decided to make changes and you went ahead and made them, tell me about it. I'd love to hear it. You can hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air. That's O-double-Z-Y or O-double-Z-Y-E-Y-R-E. Or email me, Aussie at whensmytime.com. Aussie at whensmytime.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast over at iTunes. Leave me a review. Leave me a bunch of stars. That would be so great. It will help us get into more countries around the world. And if you've already done that, Thank you so much indeed. I really do appreciate your help in spreading the word out there. And don't forget, if you want those 10 videos, head over to whensmytime.com forward slash top 10 lessons. It's going to save you a whole bunch of trouble and heartache, I can tell you. Thank you so much again for listening and choosing to spend your time with me. I really do value that. Thank you again. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.